everyone to another exciting episode of Healing for the Soul podcast, with this being season number five, episode number 11. I am your host, Robin Stoltman, and today I have my guest, Christelle Pillet, is it? Yes. Yeah. So if you want the French way, it's Christelle Pillot, <laughs> but Christelle Pillot is very good too. I love the French. That's awesome. <laughs> That's just so beautiful. And she is the founder of the Freedom Catcher Academy, and she's also a life and career coach. And today she's on the show talking about the Freedom Catcher Academy. And so before we get started, remember every week I feature different guests to help you become the best version of yourself through different methods you may not have heard of or thought of. So let's get started. Thank you, Christelle, for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me with you. I just really love your accent. <laughs> well, it's a mix. Uh, uh, well, what people say, it's a mix between German and French accent. So maybe at some point, oh, I can recognize some German accent there. So I don't know. I just try my best. <laughs> well, yeah, you you can tell you've got um, the two different accent, just a little bit of the German, but I I love the French. I've I think most Americans would agree that the French <laughs> has more of that softer, more eloquent. The German mm -hmm. is hard. It's harder, mm -hmm. definitely. So I, I love it either way. Um, <laughs> so what is your specialty and who do you like to work with? Oh, okay. <laughs> direct. It's a direct question. So um, I, I am working more with women. I do work with men sometimes, but I, my specialty is helping women to uh, recapture freedom. That's why it's the name of the academy that I have. So Freedom Catcher Academy. I want women or I want to help them to recapture freedom. And um, it's based on my story. It's because more than 10 years ago, I felt trapped in my life. I felt really like in prison and I changed my life. I changed everything that I didn't like. And during the beginning of the pandemic, um, we had lockdown and I was stuck at home with my three children. And there were that time five, seven, eight, something like that, my husband. And it was just crazy, a lot of work, the children, husband and so on. But I felt really free. And I thought, wow, that's strange because 10 years ago, I was traveling all around the world. I was always traveling somewhere else and I felt in prison. And now I'm stuck at home and I feel free. And so that's why I decided to, to call my academy Freedom Catcher Academy and to help women to go through the same transformation but quicker and with some help because alone is very difficult, maybe not possible, depending on what you want to achieve. But uh, for some stuff, I do believe it's not possible to be to, to do that alone. And I would agree with you. It's a lot harder doing everything on your own, especially when you've got the kids and this life in general. It's it makes it a lot more difficult, and that's something that's not talked about like how it makes it a lot harder 
Yes, exactly. It's made, it's, it makes that a lot harder because you have less energy, less time. You don't really have the luxury to just take hours to think about life. <laughs> you just have to go very quick and you don't have enough sleep and whatever. So it's, it's, uh, it's really demanding. So at least the first years after a while, so you can have enough sleep again and, and you can eat properly and you can have your shower without scream or something like that. But um, at the beginning, it's really difficult to 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 have time and energy in order to think think deeper and i believe that when you have children um and you want to change your life so it's very complex it's not so oh, i have only one problem in this area it's not working that's it and but it's really like different kind of problem that you have put together and that's why, why it makes it complex. And that's why sometimes it's just not possible to, to do that alone. So you need someone help, someone else helping you to see where is the problem and how you are stuck and how you think and maybe what kind of tools you can use in order to, um, to deal with things differently, to have another organization and so on. That's really, really helpful. This, yeah. Then that would speed up the, the time of being able to do your own thing in life as well. So you'd mentioned about like your background about how like you were going through the pandemic and when you're going from there to having like the freedom, like you were stuck at home, but then there was that freedom. So then is that part of what inspired you to start this Freedom Catcher Academy? Well, um, so 10 years ago, I was engineer. So that was my job, uh, and that's why I came in Germany because of this job. And uh, I decided to quit and to do what I am really passionate about, which is coaching, personal development. And um, so I started the transformation at that moment. And um, the, the Freedom Catcher Academy indeed so um, happened to be open like three years ago. Uh, but my transformation happened already before. Like I had these 10 years of transformation. And what I have done, so I have done three different things in order to transform myself or my life, to transform my life and to feel so free. The first thing I, is that I discovered again my, let's say, my, my freedom blueprint. So who I am. So I believe, and maybe you can you can um, tell me your, your opinion on that. When you become a parent, when you become a mom uh, with one, two, three, and more children, um, so you have to somehow reinvent yourself because you are not the same person that you have been before. Like I know that before being a mom, I loved traveled, I loved to do a lot of sports. So sport was really my thing. And now because of my pregnancy and so on, I cannot really do the same sport. It's just not working anymore the same way. And I have not the same energy. And so you, you really have to re re-adapt the values, who you are and what you like to do, what are your priorities. Um, so, and I believe that it's not only when you are a parent, when you are as well, like just a person growing. So there is like the pressure of the society and there is the thing that you cannot do. For some of us, we would like to be a parent, but we can't. 
And at that moment, you have to redefine yourself as well. So there is a big part really like finding a girl, okay, what is really what I want? What is the ideal life that I would like to have? What kind of values I want to see every day? What kind of friends I would like to have more around me? Um, and and how? What kind of person should I should should I be in order to have this ideal life? So really, like reframe who you are, and that is what I call your 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 freedom blueprint. Because when you have that, it's giving you like compass about how you can. Uh, what kind of action you should do in your life in order to have the life you would like to have. So that's the first part. I believe if you do only that, it's already great because that's going just to push you in the right direction in your life. The second part of the Freedom uh, Catcher Academy is all about um, the career. So finding the right career and having a meaningful and a profitable. So I believe that we women should have profits as well and not only working for free um, because that's a typical feminine problem. I, I, I meet so many women um, having a, a very nice activity during the day that they have no paycheck for that. Um, and they believe it's fine because husband has the paycheck. <laughs> but okay. I am not really, I don't really agree with that. So um, so I help them, I help my clients who, when they know what kind of life they would like to have, what kind of career, what kind of impact, what kind of um, mission they have, in, in, and we transform that in a career, in a job, in a, in a business, depending uh, of what they would like to do. And what I have seen is that um, when you are a, a mom uh, and you know who you are, you, you have your freedom blueprint, okay? And you have your career, it's great. But if it's not working at home, if the harmony is not there, if after five minutes you think, ah, oh, shit, I just want to leave again, <laughs> then you, you you cannot really feel free it's not okay because yeah home is very important so we work on that as well we work on like fine tuning um team building at home in order to have more energy more time more support to be sure that you don't miss anything with your children which is very important for us mother to be sure that we are tuned with the needs of the family, but we should be tuned with our needs too. So I like to have this system working. And then from my understanding, in my experience, in the experience of my, uh, of my client, if you have that, you feel good about yourself, you know you are, you have a great career running and you are really happy and fulfilled with it. And at home you have this harmony, the right communication, then everything is fine, right? So yeah. for me, I call that freedom. I don't know how you would code it, but... Uh... Well, no, I, I like all that. And I would agree with you, like the blueprint, how important that is because it does lead you. Definitely. So a lot of us call it the, well, network marketing, we call it the why that makes you cry. Definitely. And as much as I don't like that term, it, it's true. It, yeah. it really does. It makes it so that when you're having the bad days or the days that don't seem like they're the best, it still gets you up in the morning. You still exactly. have that. 
And exactly. I like that about that blueprint because that is important. Exactly what you say. So like 10 years ago for me, it was really, really difficult. Oh, it's a bit like, like 15 years ago. It was really difficult to wake up and to stand up in the morning. So I really need an extra push. Sometimes I kind of not good or I needed like, okay, I'm going to, to get up, but I will watch TV or whatever. I just needed like to have some help to start my day. And um, people, my client, knowing me now, so sometimes I wake up at 4.30 or 5, and just because I had a new idea and I just wanted to wake up and, and to, to put that on paper and so on. And they, like a client today, they say, oh, the crystal, the crystal will never sleep. Yeah, I do sleep, but I'm just energized. And that's why I wake up early and I want to start my day. It's completely different than 10 or 15 years ago. Um, and it's exactly that. So something that when you are awake and you, oh, great day is coming, or it's complicated right now, but I know why I want to engage and I want to put my energy and I know exactly the impact that I want to have. So, yeah, that's important. I like that a lot because I know there's days like right now I'm hitting it myself. I'm like, I was doing so good waking up at 4.30 in the morning, you know, being able to do things early. And then all of a sudden, like the last couple months, I'm like, I just, I don't have it. And I'm like, really, what am I doing that's not making me happy mm. in the work that I'm doing? And it's, it gets tricky sometimes, you know, you've got all these things. Well, me, I've got a lot of kids, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not blaming them at all whatsoever. Cause I'd rather spend more time with them than anything else in the world. I'm just like, that's, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. um, so outside of that though, I even, I went as far as asking myself this question. I don't know if you ever have as a mom yourself is if today you were to die, like it was your last day, what would you be doing? And I asked myself that question and I wasn't too surprised by my answer because I'm like, I'd be spending time with my kids. I'd be doing one last hypnosis session and one last Reiki session. Like that's what I would be doing. That's very interesting because I had an interview just uh, before today and it is um client of mine she was client of mine last year and we were starting a business she wanted to call her business so we were starting about okay how can we do this one year like your genius year and uh, after two weeks two two months working together she got diagnosed and she's going to die kind of soon um, like maybe in one year, but uh, it was it was really like a shock. And and in my coaching, I always ask, okay, if you have if you would if you know that you would die in six months, what kind of things would you do? And then she kind of was prepared um, about this diagnosis because as she came to the to the doctor, the doctor told her, oh, you should do your list your bullet your 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 um bullet list so the thing that you wish to do before you die and she she put that here i have on it already um and uh so the for her it was clear and she she didn't really change a lot of things she just wanted to continue 
the same life that she had. So making a business and, and having these friends and family. So now she cannot move anymore. So she cannot speak that much anymore. So it's, um, it's very restrained what she can do. So she cannot run her business, but she has the same um, thought all the time. So, okay, let's try us to be positive and to see the good and to make this day an important day because what she told me is like life um, doesn't um, make any gift something like that sometimes it's difficult but life is a gift by itself so we just have to appreciate that every day so it was a very moving interview that we had in one year one one hour talking together about the lesson that she has from this disease. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, um, it's hard. And at the same time, I think that having like those times where we're close to death leads us to those profound moments in life to really find out what it is about. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. So she's really full of joy, full of gratitude. And at the same time, desperate, and she has children as well. And so it's how to deal with all these emotions. And at the end, we came back to this one conclusion that it's important to, um, to accept what comes to us. It's important to be in the present moment because when she is in the present moment, she's, she thinks everything is fine right now. In a few months, it's going to be even more complicated because she will like, be completely in prison in her body. But right now, it's, everything is fine. And it's really, really important to enjoy life and to be grateful and to do everything in our power to um, to use the time that we have. And that's why I believe that it's important for us to find the right career, to find out who we are, to live that the most, because I believe that it's the best way to have the biggest impact, to feel the most fulfilled. And then life is going through that or it's, it's in us and it's the best celebration. Um, and what she says as well is that it's very important to have humor, so to not to take everything so seriously. <laughs> like it's okay, so it's not so um, big deal if it's not working the way you want or if you don't have the, the right face or if your hair are not okay or whatever. So nothing is really big deal. Um, so I really, um, really love her, the lesson that she is able to give because in her case, it's very concrete. It's, it's no empty words. Um, so that give even more impact on what I believe is the truth and what I'm doing every day. So. I love that. And, you know, it, it all goes back to that freedom part. Yes. All of it does. So I'm, I'm grateful that you had shared that because I, you know, for your one client there, because that is, it really puts us, uh, not a spin, but it, it moves it to the right direction of allowing a person to have that freedom. Yes. 
And yeah, that's like that you're doing that. I believe it's the freedom to be ourselves, just just to take the freedom of being visible, being the person that we believe we are, and not trying to put some special uh, faces or some trying to be someone we are not or we don't want to be. Um, but another client told me today, yeah, you know, I just became an engineer because it's what we do when we are good at school. But I never really thought about that. And it's it, what happened to me. I wanted to be psychologist, but engineer was better somehow in the society. And my grades were good. So, okay, let's go being an engineer. <laughs> but it, no, it was not really what I wanted to be. It just happened that I became it. And after a while, then you ask yourself, okay, what I'm doing here? Is that really what I want? I would agree. You, you get to that point. It's like, do I really want this or can yeah. I do something different? So at what point did you realize that you needed to make this change in your life? Because I know you had mentioned you went from France to Germany and then that's when you had quit. So then yeah. when did you so so it happened like I can remember as I was single and, and traveling all around the place, the world, and telling my mom, well, you know, I it's not really something that I'm passionate about, but I I have nothing else to do. So I just go through that and I'm learning a lot and it's fine. Um, as I was um, pregnant of my second child, I told my husband, you know what, I think I want to go back and study psychology. And then he told me, no, I don't think it's a good idea. So I said, okay, maybe I'm going to do an MBA. And then I, I remember I was not motivated at all to do an MBA. No, it's really not something I want to do. So after my second child, I get promoted. I get to travel even more. And then at that moment, I felt the thing is that during my whole career, I, every year I had depression. And okay. it was it was just moments where I felt like why I'm doing that, and then came back again. So I was again in my standard level of of uh, performance. But every year I had this kind of moment where it was difficult for me to wake up, to stand up, to do my work, and um, and every year it was deeper, it was longer. And um, in 2013. Um, I had a bigger depression and uh, it was really difficult to come back and I told, my, I told myself, okay, now I really have to do something because I'm losing myself. Uh, I'm losing, I'm not the mom I want to be with my children because I have no energy, no passion, and I'm losing even my relationship with my husband. So I'm losing everything. It looks good from outside, but inside it was really empty and not... It, it was not nice. So um, I decided at that moment, it was December 2013, uh, I said, okay, I don't care. I'm not asking the permission anymore. I'm just going to uh, register for this coaching certification. And uh, I remember my husband told me, yeah, why are you doing that? Because um, it's on top of your engineer, the children and so on, and you feel exhausted already. And I told him it's the only thing that make me stand up again, 
So I'm not going to give that up. And um, it took me two years <laughs> to get the certification. Um, and then I started to be part-time coach and part-time engineer because I needed the money anyway. And I wanted to take time to just look at what kind of coaching I wanted to um to, to give to my clients. Um, I am very strong in emotional intelligence, mindfulness. So I didn't know if I wanted to go in this direction or I didn't know if I wanted to go more into business and sales and because I'm good at that too. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's I, what I have done. In 2018, I decided to quit my job as an engineer. Wow, that's, so that's exciting. So um, and I do have a question though too, because you'd said that you had like, you're good at both at two different things, but how did you decide? Cause I know sometimes I have that trouble. I'm like, I'm good at two different things right now. And I'm like, I'm really, I excel at one area, but it's like, I'd rather do this other area. Yeah, yes, I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, like, how do you make that decision? Yeah, so for me, it was exactly the same. So um, uh, I, I can teach meditation, mindfulness, emotional intelligence to children, which is rare. There is not so many people being able to do that. So I get always contract in order to do that. Uh, and I believe it's very, very, very important and it's working, but it's not exactly what I am enjoying most because it's not easy to work with children. And I'm not a very playful person. So, and with children, you need to play a lot. So it's better, what did you say? And it's not really who I am. So, um, and, and the business part is really who I am. So it's really, so the thing that I'm really good, I love results and I love business and so on. So um, for me, it was really difficult to find a way to combine everything and it's where, I, and I couldn't find it again. So at some point I, I found the right coach for me and together we worked on finding my niche and uh, it's how I develop this system. Like I want to help people, women to develop their business or to develop their career because I'm good at that. But at the same time, I know that um, because of my children and because um, I know that it's, I want them as well to feel good around children and to have a good relationship with their own children. And I know that both are completely combined. In my case, the biggest difficulty to change career, it was to um, the, the, the negotiation that I had to do at home. I had to negotiate a lot with my husband because he wasn't really happy with my choices. And um, so it was not really to quit my job or to find the certification. That was kind of easy for me because it's business-wise. And business-wise, it's kind of easy for me. But it was the whole package with the team at home that was complicated. And nobody, no career coach helped me working with that, this part. They were all full, fully oriented career. But it's again, it's not so simple. So as a, as 
you cannot just ignore that you have few children at home, very little, and that maybe your husband is doing his part, but not really happy with your choices. And therefore, you have a lot of conflict, lot of lot of things to organize at home. And usually the career coach that I had, they were men and telling us, well, yes, I have three children, but having a wife to p taking care about everything at home. So I was like, yeah but I'm not sure it's completely comparable. So I think we are not completely on the same page there. <laughs> so, and that's why I wanted to, to create a space for my clients to be able to, to speak about everything around the career, because that is a big part as well. If you want to, want, if you want to change career, you, you need to have time, energy, self-management around, because it's not working without it. I, I agree with you a, a lot. And a lot of the coaches, you're right, they don't, they miss the aspect of the home life. Yes. And that's like the key component that you have to have. Because if you're if your family isn't on board, it makes everything a lot harder. Yes. That's what I've, I've told yes. I, I told them, I says, you know what, I says, I know you're head of household. But I says, it makes my life a lot easier. If we were both on the same page. Because once you're on the same page that I'm on, then the kids get on the same page. Then everything flows. So yes, much exactly. Easier. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's good that you're that you, what essentially, like what it sounds like, and like what you are doing is that you couldn't find the person that you needed, so you exactly. became that person yes. that you needed. But then you also help other women do the same. Yeah, and that's huge. That, that really is. Yeah, because I, I, I have seen so many women and telling me, no, I cannot really invest time and energy in myself uh, because the family should go first. And uh, we, we come back a little bit to what we said offline, like, like in Germany, the mm -hmm. mentality in Germany for women is really like when you are a mom, uh, a new mom, uh, you should be happy and uh, you should stay at home and you cannot really complain, it's not really okay. And if you say, like in France, it's fully okay to say, oh, you know what, um, after two months, after my first baby, after two months, I just want to go back to work because uh, it's exhausting to take care of a baby. And as a mom, you can say that in France, it's all good. Nobody will, will judge you. But if you say that in Germany, it's like, what? So, well, women um, are made to be um, mothers. So um, like um, a colleague, a German colleague of mine told me once I was pregnant of my second child, he told me, Christian, you cannot, you cannot be half pregnant so you cannot be half mom. You have to stay at home and take care of your children. Okay, so it's not really what I think. Um, I don't believe that a mom should be at home 100% of the time in order to be a good mom. Um, yeah, another, another friend of mine, German, told me, well, Christel, if you cannot take care of your children during the day, you want to go to work. Why do you do children? You're okay. <laughs> so I do believe that 
I can take care of my children, but it's okay as well during the day to go and work. And uh, so I don't know, there is this misconception uh, in, in Germany more than in France, for instance, um, that makes it even more complicated for women to sometimes really think about themselves and think, okay, I can do that and it's okay to take time and energy for me and not only for my family. Yeah, because now when I when we were talking, you know, like you mentioned beforehand, and then I had learned that I'm like, we are very spoiled here in the U.S. That I already knew that, you know, like like I said through my podcast, like that's been the joy of of having it. Literally for me, has been learning from other countries how they do things, because I don't have that that luxury of going from, mm-hmm. you know country to country to find out but this is how I get to find out and to me it's like I see that and then it's like people think that we don't have a lot of the freedom here like we've got all the freedoms in the world here but then Mm -hmm. I also know at the same time there's like the women's movement didn't help the situation that we've got now you know and I don't remember or need to remember all of the aspects of it Mm-hmm. But in like a lot of that, um, I can see like parts of that, like with the Germany of like how it used to be here. And then the women movement, like, it's okay, you can do both. Well, you can do both, but now you made it. So we have to have two family, you know, both people have to work to provide a living. Yes. Yeah. It didn't work. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Like uh, in in France, I believe we don't have this question. This question: Could I have both? So it's we don't yeah. even ask uh, ourselves this question. So you're sure? So what kind of question is that? I mean, men they don't ask themselves if they can have children in a job. They do it, and that's it. And in in France, it's exactly True. the same for for women with. We don't just don't even think about it. In Germany, they still have they still have this question. I can you can still hear the question in the radio. And every time I hear the question in the radio, I'm like, why why they still are asking this one question? I don't understand the question. For sure, you can have both. But in Germany, it's still and there is so many women saying, no, I I I want to have a career. So that's why I have no children. So the, 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 there is still this, mm, I need to choose, which is a pity. On the other side, I understand that if both parents work full-time, having children, it's challenging. So it you really have to have like an organization and, and discipline and children have to be independent and uh, it has to 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 flow yeah, somehow and the problem is that um, and I believe that so the system is complex and uh, um, if you have more children so the system is even more complex uh, every time you add a child so the, the system is even complexer and um, at the end so uh, the problem is that even if you have a very nice routine with the children and everything working um, this, there is always um, disruption. There is always something happening, and then the the system doesn't work anymore. 
And what I have seen here in Europe is usually when the system is not working anymore because one child is sick or because, I don't know, something happens. So it's the woman um, trying to fix the system first. And that's why, um, like, a, a, a sick uh, child, so the woman stops working and goes and pick up the child. It's still more in this direction. And therefore, I believe that's why it's more complicated as well for women to take to take time for themselves, to have this me time, because they always are stopping their own rhythm in order to fix the system. And men, they do that too, but depending on the, the, the balance they have in the information, what kind of deal they have and so on. So. Yeah, I, I like that. And then I was going to say too, what um, was profound for me is like what you said for about the men. They don't ask for permission. No. They just go and do it. Yeah. And that's the one thing I'm like, all of us women, I can especially say, like for myself, like even you had mentioned, you asked for permission to go do what you wanted to do. Exactly. At, at the beginning, I asked for permission. Now I don't ask anymore. But it's really like really December 2013, I told myself, okay, I'm not a little girl anymore. I'm not going to ask anymore for my husband, which is not my father, if I should or not. I just take my own responsibility. I'm just going to do that. I have my own money. I, I, I own my own time. I don't care what he's thinking, if it's okay or not. And for me, it was a big step because afterwards we had a lot of, I, I always have been very independent anyway, but I still have this, uh, I need somehow the permission. Um, but after that moment, yeah, okay, now I'm not going to ask any permission anymore. So sometimes I ask if it's okay, or I just ask for advice. But at the end, I am the boss. And it's why it's just, my family, my rules. So I do what I want. For sure, we have to deal together and to find some compromise and so on. But we are on the same level. And then we discuss. There is negotiation. Um, <laughs> so it's not always very like nice and, and pinky and so on but yeah so we are two adults and he's a, he has a strong character i do too and boom so we have this negotiation moment yeah it's good <laughs> I, I love that so what um tips would you have for our audience you know to be able to to take away for finding that that meaning in life like we covered you know a variety of of different things, you know, and so I'm just thinking like, what would be like the biggest takeaway for our audience that's listening that may help them, especially like with that permission, because yeah, that's that permission. None of us, you're right. They're not our dads. We just got to go do it. <laughs> that's not saying well, you undermine the other person all the time either, but it's like you said, it's the negotiation part of it. It's a negotiation. So, and, and as I said, so for me, the biggest negotiation, the hardest negotiation, it's not at work, it's at home with my husband. Like, then let's just negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, what I would say is that in order to, um, to be, um, I think it's really like steps. And it's depending at, at, at which um, moment you are in your life and so on, but it's baby or bigger step. It might be baby steps or bigger steps, but it's really like, okay, find out who you are, 
Um, and every day, like, just look at what you do and look at, oh, do I like it? Give, if, if it gives me energy, so it's like, mm, maybe I should go more in this direction. If it doesn't give me energy, maybe I should eventually delete it or, or, or just give it away. Or, or if I really, really have to do it, so how I can find uh, a way to, to have more energy into it. And then really like try to move your direction, your life in the direction where you feel that it gives you more energy. When you feel that um, what you do, the activities that you do, that, that engage you or that gives you energy. And then slowly you will feel stronger as well and say, okay, I want to do that. And maybe sure you cannot decide everything alone if you have a partner so you have to yeah. negotiate things but eventually there is little things where say okay that is not negotiable so that is my battle and the rest i don't care but for that i'm going to fight and for that i'm not going to negotiate eventually i just want to have it and i know that with my husband at some point although i don't care i'm going to to do that you are part of the journey or not, but that is who I am, and I cannot compromise that. And it was a little bit risky, like a bit scary, but it's it was the only way for me to stay aligned with myself and to be true to myself. And I thought he doesn't want to have a pale version of myself, like just the shadow of myself. He wants as well to have a strong woman around. So I need to do this step for me, but as well for him and for my children. My children, they need to have a strong mom and not like, oh, like a complaining mom. So therefore, I believe that if you are strong with yourself, aligned with yourself, just starting to do the activities you want to do slowly but surely with consistency, mm -hmm. then the environment around is going to move. If you don't know how to do that, um, I have like on my on my website, I have like um, some um, some blogs where you can uh, read articles, and I have a, a, a score uh, a quiz where you can take um, the quiz and see if you are in the right job right now, if it fits you or not, and then it's you you can gain clarity as well to look at. Maybe I should go more in this direction. Maybe I should stay in my job because it's the right job. I shouldn't quit it for maybe having more time at home or stuff like that. I love that. So where's the best way for our audience to get in contact with you for that website to go get those resources you had just mentioned? Yeah, so on the website, you find a blog and you find the quiz. It's written quiz blog and you find as well free courses about uh, career change it's seven day email course and you find as well like a, a, a five day course how to um to 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 have strong bonds and quickly at home um that is what you can find on my website if you want to chat with me which i love chatting with people so you can go on my linkedin profile and uh, on my Instagram profile, and just DM me and they are hello and happy to to come back to you. <laughs> that sounds good. That's awesome. So I'm so excited. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. I'm sure everyone else has too. That's tuned in as well. Um, 
so I want to just make sure that everyone that has tuned in today's Healing for the Soul podcast, be sure to follow me, Robin Soltman, aka Healing for the Soul on social media, and my guest as well. And I'm not even going to say your name because I just love how it's in French. <laughs> so be sure to follow. Christelle um, Pilot. <laughs> Be sure to follow her on social media and we've got her um, Instagram and her LinkedIn links below. So go out there and go make it a great day. Thank you.